0: Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> all right, I'm coming at you live. Hey, this is Jason from the Jason Wong team, and welcome to All Things Real Estate, where we take a deep dive into just that all things real estate. If you have been thinking about buying or selling, you have found your place. Hey, everybody, this is Jason Wong with the Jason Wong team, brokered by eXp Realty, talking all things real estate. I'm here with a couple people that i work with i'm on the jason wong team one hannah kuda
1: hey this is hannah
0: and then with land home financial services a mortgage lender here in town um, here in lacrosse wisconsin i got todd vercruzzi hey everyone this is todd hey todd good to have you here with us today so basically what we're doing here is we just want to help out you buyers and sellers be knowledged in all things real estate so this is our first podcast what we're going to do is we're just going to talk all things real estate whether you're a buyer or you're a seller um, we're here to help you out that's pretty much the bottom line but a little bit about me my name is Jason um, I'm the team leader here over at uh, the Jason Wong team hence the name I guess you know um, started in the real estate industry about two years ago and it's just been awesome love serving clients loved um, helping people out making dreams happen and Things got pretty good over the last year, Um, all things considered with COVID-19 and all that stuff. We just had a a tremendous year of growth and with that growth, Hannah came on board. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Hannah?
1: Hi everybody, Hannah here. Um, I joined Jason on his team about five months ago, started real estate. Um, I graduated college over the spring, just decided to go into it and absolutely fell in love with the job. I love looking at houses. I love serving people, um, meeting new people. It's just, it's a great time to be in the market and, um, I really enjoy it.
0: Yeah. It's absolute blast to have you on the team. I mean, it's been real fun to watch where you started and where you're going and where you're going to go. I mean, like you've really, really taken off in this market. I think people are seeing that. So, Hey, I'm just really happy to have you on the team and, uh, We'll get to know you a little bit more here in just a little bit, but so, Todd,
2: how you doing, buddy? Jason, I am doing wonderful, and I want to mention something. Watching you two uh, work together in the last five months has been uh, pretty amazing. What you guys do for your customers as well, then, so I want to throw that out there as well.
0: Well, wow, that's pretty nice of you, sir. You know, we really, really try. I mean, we're not, you know, we're not. We haven't been at this for twenty years. You know, most people can be like, wow, these guys are these guys are new agents, you know. But I just think with the amount of people that we've helped out we've just learned so much stuff in the last couple of years it's just it's unbelievable so just being up on the market knowing what's going on and just being able to really serve your our clients um it's just been great you know um so that brings us to 2021 i mean it just we are looking to have just an amazing year um we, we, we have a few changes with the Jason Wong team that are coming up. That'll be public knowledge here pretty soon, but it isn't really going to change anything of who we are, what we're doing and what we're going to do in the future. So Todd, back to the lending side. What do you see What do you see happening right now? I know with the whole COVID-19 thing and um, just with the election and whatnot, um, I mean, I keep looking at the interest rates every day and I'm just blown away mm-hmm. by what they look like. I mean, is it a good time to buy right now? Is it a good time to sell right now? Like, What are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, uh, <clears throat> when COVID first hit last year in March, um, the, the market became very much uh, turmoil, just up and down. Um, and Scary, it, really. I, very I, scary.
0: I remember that first, like, when everyone's like, COVID-19 is here. It was... Cor- correct. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh.
2: But what it's done is it's driven rates down to record lows, um, which has really sparked the real estate industry. Uh, real estate just has a huge factor in the United States go- uh, economy, so um, this this really sparked the the business to be to levels as never seen before for purchasing and refinancing both. Um, as far as 2021 goes, all the experts are see- saying that. Uh, it's a, it's a lot of uncertainty right now. The first half of the year because of the election, sure. um, the all the stuff that's going on with the with the um, election going in process, rates might go up a little bit, but then they will definitely go back down to where they were last year. So, but that's just it's all pre, you know predictions, projections right now um, until it actually happens. But I think rates will stay relatively low, uh, kind of where they're at. You know, one thing with real estate is that. They can't just increase things that much right away. Otherwise, it's going to cause issues with the market and the economy by itself as well.
0: All right. So what you're telling me, Todd, is interest rates are good, and right now is a good time to buy a home?
2: Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's a great time to buy a home because rates have really made home ownership more affordable. Um, with rates pushing on that monthly payment to uh, levels where it definitely makes a lot more sense it always makes more sense to buy a house over renting but now it's even making uh, buying a house a lot of times cheaper than renting right now so yeah I've
0: seen that so many times with the buyers I mean they're paying 1500 bucks a month for rent they found a home that they're like wow I can really call this my home they run the numbers on it and they're spending less money than they're they're paying out to the landlord and they actually have some equity, and they're building a building a future for themselves, really, with that money. Correct. Yeah,
2: I mean, the the rates are they have such a big swing on things, and and um, re- whether you're a first time home buyer or about your second, third, fourth home, whatever, um, the rates are just competitive and helping drive the market that much more. Okay. If
0: you had any advice that you could give a first time home buyer, right now, what would it be? Like what? What would you tell them to do? Like say they're they're a first time, they don't have the greatest credit, or maybe they don't even have any credit at all, or they're just on that cusp. I mean, like what can you do for them to get them in a position to be knowledge to purchase?
2: That's a great, great question, Jason. It's uh, it's hard to answer that with one with one. Uh one Response as far as the, the answer to that, but really, it's uh, a lot of people just don't understand how credit works. Um, that's something that we're not taught in schools, and unless your family was kind of open about their credit, people just don't understand how much credit plays such a big role in buying a house um, for, for programs out there for getting the best program, the best rates, the you know, everything available for you. Um, so, what I like to do and I, what I prefer people to do is really. If they're thinking about buying a house, and whether it's six months or a year from now, two years, um, let's talk about credit because we can get you ready so your credit is ready to go in that six months or a year time frame because we want the best for you. And so let's get the best for you by watching out for your credit to prepare it for that for that purchase. Then. Yeah, you know,
0: and myself, I've seen you do it for many clients many times where, I mean, these guys are just, you know, 30, 40 points off and they have to do this and this, and within 30 days, well, let's call it, you know, three months they're moving into their new house and that's just because you, you know, we help them along and that's exactly what we like to do is serving people and, and helping them out. And I mean, you know, um, Hannah, I mean, she's been working with a ton of buyers lately. Um, Can you tell me what's been like the most challenging thing for you right now, trying to get these buyers into new homes?
1: I think one of the most challenging parts um, for buyers right now is really you got to find, you got to have an agent that knows their stuff because this market's very competitive right now. Um, Houses are going fast and you want to know, you know, really having somebody who can advise you, right? Um, Know when to get the offer in, um, terms, and then also...
0: When you say when you say going fast, like what do you mean they're going fast? Like
1: like a house was listed this morning, there'll be 15 showings on it and it'll be gone by tonight. I listed a house yesterday. We just got an offer well over asking price and it'll be gone tonight. I mean, things are really really moving. Um so having an agent that checks the market every morning for you multiple times a day, they're sending you emails, texts, you know, just really open communication and getting you in houses whether it's going to be eight o'clock in the morning or eight o'clock at night so you can get in something that feels like home for you.
0: So really it just goes back to serving your clients like worrying about their needs and I mean yeah I know you, you know to go look at a house out in Berry Mills at seven o'clock at night when you've been kind of just chilling at home for the last couple hours I get it it's not always the most uh, best thing that you want to do you got to take time away from your family you know maybe your dinner or, or whatever it might be and Um, but that's what really needs to happen in this market right now. Otherwise, if you don't get your buyers in the door, Mm -hmm. we see it. I mean, you just, I mean, I I tried to show one last week and I mean, the whole schedule is full and we were able to get in there fortunately, but you just got to really be on top of it. Right.
1: Another option that me and Jason provide too, is if maybe they can't get into the house right away or with COVID they don't want to be out of the house we do virtual showings i mean i have done virtual showings for people out of the country in germany and we bought a house that way and they absolutely loved it i mean there's many ways um if you love a house we can definitely find you one and it's a fun experience and todd
3: i want to bring you in how important is it or you know for somebody that may be starting to look at the process when you talk about how fast the market's going to understand what all the pre-approval is. You know, you may have talked to a lender, you may have an idea, but is it just talking to a lender enough? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, kind of like what Hannah and Jason are saying
2: there with homes going so fast. I mean, it's uh, buyers and well, everyone, the, the realtors, buyers have to be on top of their game. Um, And having a very solid pre-approval with that buyer, along with the realtor, um, what I do is communicate with both of them so they understand exactly what they can do in their budget, what kind of program it is, and being available so they know what kind of monthly payment that house is going to cost them too. So really, they mentioned, I think Hannah mentioned being available and running around uh, 24-7, it feels like, and a lot of times it it, it is, and it's being available for
0: that buyer to make sure that they're taken care of with that. So, um, and, and to add to that, you know, um, having a pre-approval is like, not having one is like having a gun with no bullets and going to a gunfight, really. I mean, if you don't have, you're not in position to buy, you're not in position to pull the trigger. So it's very, very important to have that pre-approval letter on hand and ready to rock. and or at least a lender that can get it to you in moment's notice. And I think I know somebody like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: What, yeah is, so, what is a pre-approval, though? So a pre-approval, there's there pre-approval, there's pre-qualification. Um, it's, uh, there's the two differences right there. The big the big difference is on the pre-approval, um, the lender, the loan officer, actually has their income documentation, has their documentation in hand, and we verify that they're – information is accurate. Um, it's surprising that so many people do not know what they actually make for income, um, or what they have for assets. And, um, I mean, I've learned the hard ways of, of not doing this and we find out like, Oh, you actually make $19 an hour, not 24. Um, it can cause huge issues. So it's, it's, it's getting that information up front So we have a verified, more informed decision versus shooting from the hip. Um, it's just, uh, it amazes me almost every day people just don't know what they actually have until we verify
0: it. Yeah, and, and another thing, it really depends on what loan product you have too. I mean, I know there's buyers, that get excited about a house, they know they can get pre-approved, but then they're approved for a USDA or an FHA or a VA and there's peeling paint or there's a garage that's falling down or, mm-hmm. you know, it's the perfect property for them and they're super excited, but, you know, they just, they don't know because you know, certain certain programs won't lend on properties Correct. like that.
2: And that's that's the importance of getting the pre-approval. So that way the realtor knows exactly what kind of loan they have because every loan out there is going to have different restrictions as far as the properties. I mean, everyone wants, um, you know, the ideal buyer we always say is 20% down, conventional buyer, but that's not today's world. Most sure. people are putting down um, very minimum, you know, three and a half, three percent 3% down, sometimes 5 um, you know, a lot of times zero down even. And, uh, the more, the less you put down, the more restrictions you're going to have on that property as far as, like you mentioned, peeling the chip paint, safety issues, things like that. So that pre-approval means a lot more than just financing the house. It's also what kind of house they can actually get with that then too.
0: Yeah. Me as the realtor, I mean, that's kind of one of the qualifying questions I ask, you know, Hey, are you pre-approved? And a lot of, um, listing agents and sellers right now are not wanting unapproved buyers just to come walk through the home, you know? Um, So it is important to obviously have that pre-approval letter, you know, in hand. And when I look at it, I'm like, okay, all right, they're FHA. So now we know what to point out Mm -hmm. to when we're walking through the home. And, you know, if somebody's super excited, you know, you hate to rain on their parade, but you got to just set them straight as a realtor and say, hey, you know, this is going to be difficult. It's just being Um, honest,
2: looking out for their best interest. I mean, the big thing I want to mention too is when people are not pre-approved and they start house shopping, um you, you don't want to be wasting everyone's time by showing them a 200,000 dollar house they fall in love with but in reality yeah. that monthly payment they can afford and feel comfortable with it's a 150,000 dollar house so it's a huge difference between 150 and 200,000 yeah houses, been, right? Been, so, been there, right so and, and then yeah. and yeah. then that cost i mean and then the buyer um you're 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 in a position where you're in, i mean it's going to be very frustrating and trying to find a house you're you're comparing every 150,000 dollar house to a 200,000 dollar house and they're they're not comparable you know, so it's just a very frustrating
1: thing. Another thing, too, as you know, Drew asked, what is a pre approval? There's so many questions when you're buying a house, right? So lots of people they say, well, we rent right now, we could own a house for less, but you don't know where to start. And another thing, I can speak on behalf of all of us, we love working um, with first time homebuyers, with people who have questions, even if you're unsure if you want to purchase a house, just to open that line of communication and start asking questions with somebody who really knows and has your best interest in mind.
3: Mm-hmm. Todd, I to rewind to something that you had said i think it's kind of the the old standard of 20 percent down right is that 20 percent is that kind of like an old thing is it you mentioned now there's three percent and five percent yeah
2: that's uh i mean it's 20 percent has it's been a while since 20 down has been required but i think uh a lot of people just like their their parents who bought houses and and just the, through generations that's what's been engraved you know engraved in our heads and still to this day like you said so many people assume 20% down I I get that question I don't have 20% down well there's so many options out out there right now that uh, makes getting into a house um, a lot more affordable Um, with Wisconsin alone with uh, there's there's uh, probably four or five zero down programs out there right now um, that help people get into a house with with uh, you know really not much at all so uh, but yeah 20% down is not a not a thing anymore I mean it's great it means that you're more, you know, you have you have this large amount of money for down payment. You can avoid paying mortgage insurance, which is huge.
0: Hey, Hannah, how many uh, buyers in the last, say, six months have you had, especially being a first time home buyer, had twenty percent down? to throw on their first new home
1: one and it was because I sold their house and then they used that money they had the equity so another wonderful thing with that too is say you're putting 3.5 percent down zero percent down you know whatever you put down then you have the extra money for say you replace the furnace the roof if you want to do remodels it just gives you um, a variety you can open your eyes to different options with a home especially with you know not many on the market then if you want to repaint if you want to redo cabinets like it gives you different options for that yeah
2: one one thing uh, just to piggyback off that right there is is that a lot of people in today's um, society is that people don't save money like to spend money um, or money is into the 401k um, so like liquid assets are just they're just not as common right now which is um, Uh, unfortunate thing but the fortunate part is there there are options out there out there for you if you're one of those buyers that want to buy a house don't have the money coming in the good thing is tax returns are coming pretty soon get some tax return money and we can use that money to
0: buy a house yeah, right, and I just wanted to touch on that uh, low inventory. We keep kind of saying low inventory, low inventory. It is January, middle of January, and this is where we do definitely see the market dip down a little bit. Not a lot of people want to move their Christmas tree, I guess, is kind of what some people do say, you know. But, um, you know, just over the last couple of weeks, I've noticed a lot more buyers are, are coming in on our lead gen platform. Um, we had a couple new listings just this last week, so people are buying, people are selling, people are moving. Um, it's just it's just a matter of time before this market picks back up, and um, it's going to be go time.
3: Todd, I wanted to ask you in terms of the lending. Have you noticed any companies that you work with are they looking at any of the future stuff? So like with the COVID, you know, a lot of people may have a job now, but let's be honest, like the mark, nobody really knows what's going to happen with the economy, the stock market. Have you seen things tighten up so that way we don't have a replay of two thousand eight? Very solid question. I mean, it's uh back in, you mentioned 2008, been
2: there, never want to go back there again. Um, there are so many um, changes that have been been in place. Uh, once COVID hits, I'm, I think I've had transactions with both Hannah and Jason where things have changed. Um, 2020 was a very challenging year for everyone. Um, and on the real estate and the mortgage side of things, I, I have n- personally never seen so many changes in my career happen in such a short period of time um in about a month time there's every day there is things going on changes um which they're there to protect the home buyer and in, in, in essence it's not things we want to hear and see but um big picture there things do change for
3: and now you talking changes in terms of different restrictions or what they're looking at and correct. maybe not approving some some families or some individuals correct
2: yeah so it really it's it's Goes down to the income. Um, there's a lot of more concern with the income. Um, jobs, been I mean, so many people have been furloughed or permanently laid off. Uh, places have closed. Um, several customers that we've dealt with have been furloughed for a month, two months, three months. Um, there are regulations in place where uh, we can't count that against their qualification um, as long as they're back to work full time and, and things have not been affected. So there's, there's definitely things that have been changed. There's um, you know Having better credit right now is that much more important for sure.
0: Wrapping up here um, with all things real estate, our first podcast, what we're really trying to do here is just educate the consumer on how to buy and how to sell real estate and just really how we can help you. Um, so with that being said, thanks for tuning in, everybody. and Have a great night.